American economy in crisis. Biden and the socialist Democrats continue to harm everyday Americans in almost every aspect of the economy. Welcome to another brief episode of Impolite Company. I'm your host, Scott Wingeter. Consumer price index has risen 8.5% in the month of March. This is the highest since Ronald Reagan inherited the disastrous economy of Jimmy Carter back in 1981. The average American, according to Real Clear Politics, 59% of Americans disapprove of Joe Biden's handling of the economy, and 81% of Americans believe that a recession is imminent. What is causing this? Well, it's because Joe Biden is either an idiot and has no idea what he's doing, or, number two, he knows exactly what he's doing and he's intentionally tanking the U.S. economy to weaken America. Biden doubled the tariff on Canadian lumber from 8.99% to 17.9%. This is an important thing to realize. Everybody in the state of Texas recently has gotten, I think last week, in the mail, or should have, their property tax assessment. This is going to be a key feature into why the sticker shock value on all of your property tax assessments is so high. In addition to that, Biden also killed on day one the Keystone Pipeline. He destroyed 10,000 jobs, good-paying jobs, right with the stroke of his little pen in the energy sector. He took America from being energy independent to becoming energy dependent. And specifically, we were energy dependent upon Russian oil. Of course, it's not popular this day and age to buy oil from Russia. And so now we're not going to do that anymore because they're the bad guys, don't you see? We're going to now, instead of buying Russian oil from the thug Putin is, we're going to go to other totalitarian regimes like Iran or Venezuela. Totalitarian regimes that have either crazy Islamic fundamentalists in charge of the government or, in the case of Venezuela, a communist dictator. Why would we do that when we can simply turn on the spigot here in America and actually pump out American oil and try to recover the actual economy? That would seem to make sense. But we won't do that because the left's religion is the environment. But even if I were to acquiesce, even if I were to agree that everything the left says about the environment is super important and that global warming or climate change or whatever name we want to give it is, you know, the issue of our lifetime, fine, I'll entertain this idea for a second here. Ask yourself one simple question. Out of the three countries, the United States, Iran, and Venezuela, which country do you think has the highest environmental standards? If your answer is anything other than the United States, then you're an idiot. I don't know what else to tell you. If Even if you believe in the religious idea of the Green New Deal, the obvious choice of where we need to be pumping oil out is not in Iran or Venezuela. It's right here in America. 
that is something that any reasonable person can at least be intellectually honest about and agree. We can find agreement here, folks. So what? What is the so what here? Wood is literally twice as expensive. All right, Biden doubled down on the tariff uh, on Canadian lumber. He moved the tariff from 8.99% to 17.9% back in November of 2021. All right, wood is literally twice as expensive. And in addition, thanks to the rising cost of gasoline, which is how the lumber gets from the lumber mill to your Lowe's or Home Depot or your 84 lumber, the the cost of transporting that wood has also doubled. So we're doubling the price on the product itself, and we're doubling the shipping costs on the product itself. Houses are made of wood. And when you have to assess how much your house is built here in the state of Texas, the way that we do that is we look at, okay, this is your house. How much would it cost for us to build your house today? That is how much your house is going to be worth. That is your home assessment, right? So if lumber is twice as expensive and shipping the lumber is twice as expensive, then your house is going to be more expensive to build today than it was five, six, seven years ago. So the assessment price of your home is going to increase, which means that the amount of money that you have to pay on your property taxes is also going to increase. Housing prices are soaring. Over the last two decades, property taxes increased 81% faster than the average citizen's ability to pay for it. Over the past year alone, average values and home prices here in Texas has risen 21%. My house, I bought back in 2016. It was built in 2015. I paid $234,000 for it. It has gone up over the last two years. The assessment for it has risen over $100,000, okay? And there's a lot of things that go into that, all right? You have all these people moving from California into Texas. Well, why are they leaving California? Uh, because they're sick and tired, folks, of paying 60% of their income to taxes, all right? And their housing has increased so dramatically as well over there in California that, you know, if you bought your house 10, 15 years ago for, say, I don't know, $250,000, you were able to sell that house for anywhere from five hundred, six hundred, seven hundred thousand dollars $700,000, all right? And the amount of equity that you've gained over that time period, you can just simply pocket that, come and buy a house here in Texas for cash. And if you really have to buy a house right now in this, you know, uh, seller's market, well, then if you have that kind of cash on hand, cash in hand, you can just say, oh, well, all right, I'll just offer $50,000 over the actual listing price in order to guarantee that I get that house because I like it. That's what's happening here in Montgomery County. 
right? But it's not only happening here in Montgomery County. This is happening not only in Texas, but all over the entire nation, okay? Uh, there are 254 counties in the state of Texas, and uh, I'm getting these factors, uh, facts here from Steve Toth. Uh, there's $2 billion a year that goes into the funding of appraisal districts, all right? And we have these appraisal districts all throughout the state of Texas that are all appointed, they're political appointees that are put into place by the county commissioner's board, all right? So they say, all right, we're going to make this guy an appraiser, all right? All right, guys, you're going to have to edit that out. The state legislature has earmarked $2 billion a year to go into funding these appraisal districts. Here's the kicker. 25% of that funding, all right, for, of the $2 billion goes towards the legal defense fees for when the appraisal districts are sued by corporations who have this whole entire team of lawyers that are set up in order to fight the property tax assessment that was given by these appraisal districts. So literally, we're funding $2 billion so, uh, to fight these corporate taxes. Uh, meanwhile, <laughs> Americans have lost any wage gains that were won during the Trump administration with the Democrats' reckless spending. I hope each and every one of you is enjoying the $2,000 check that you got for COVID stimulus because now every time you go to the grocery store or the gas station or any place else that you spend money on buying products, um, well, they're all pretty much twice as expensive now. So instead of just getting a $2,000 check and saying, oh, this is fantastic. Now everything that you buy year-round is twice as expensive. Was it worth it? Obviously not. I remember back in 2017, I was still working for the school district. I got an 8% raise that year. That was unheard of. All of that has been eroded now. That 8% raise is gone. All right? We have uh, the consumer price index alone over the last month has washed that away. It's risen 8.5%. That means that everything that you buy now has risen 8.5%. There, there goes my wage gain, right? In one month, that's what inflation is doing. But it's worse than that. So not only is the prices increasing every month, but the value of the dollar continues to drop. So there's this gap in between the two. The, the price that I pay for gasoline at the pump, for food at the grocery store, for you know linens if I need new sheets at Target or whatever it is that you're buying, that continues to go up. Meanwhile, the amount of money that the actual dollar is worth continues to drop month by month by month. And it's going to continue to get bigger and bigger and bigger as time goes on unless we do something different. Right? This is why even your home is increasing in value. Meanwhile, you're not able to, let alone maybe pay your mortgage, but how on earth are you going to pay your taxes? And this is a problem because you, even, you either believe in private property rights or you don't. 
private property rights are either an unalienable, God-given, natural law uh, piece, or it isn't. Do you have a right to own private property? I believe you do. Do you know who the biggest property owner in the entire world is? It's Queen Elizabeth II. Okay? She, she owns a huge amount of land. All right? But we're Americans. We're American citizens. We're not subjects. If you live in England, you're a subject. You're subject to the crown. If you live in Scotland, you're a subject of the crown. If you live in Ireland or Canada or Belize or the Falkland Islands or Australia or New Zealand, you are a subject to the crown. You are subject to Queen Elizabeth II. She owns your land. Okay? And you have to rent. If you live in England, you have to, it's a it's a 100 year rent. It's a lease. All right. You lease the land from the crown. And every hundred years, you need to go and renew your lease with the crown. She owns your property. That's not the way it's supposed to work here in America. Right? In America, we aren't subjects. We're citizens. We're a republic. And we are the collective owners of our own sovereign state, okay? We run the government. The sovereignty is based upon we, the people. It's not in the crown that sits on Lizzie's head, okay? That's the difference between a subject and a citizen right there. But we also have private property rights. Even though I only have a third of an acre here in the neighborhood of Woodland Oaks in Magnolia, Texas, right? It's, you know, a small little section of land, all right? I'm not this big, huge landowner or anything like that. But it's supposed to be my land, mine, all right? How's it really any different than me being a British subject? If I don't pay my property taxes, the state of Texas is going to come in and it's going to repossess my property. Well, then am I really an owner or am I merely just somebody who's paying a lease on a yearly basis? At least in England, it's good for a whole hundred years. Here, it's only good for one. These property taxes are starting to get out of hand. People are losing their homes because they can't pay their property taxes as it continues to go up and up and up. Something needs to happen. So what is it that you do? Well, a couple of things. Number one, make sure that you file for your homestead exemption, okay? If the homestead exemption is to give you a tax break on the burden of property taxes on the place that you make your residence, where you live, okay? I mean, there's lots of people that own property, that they own rental properties and they're landlords and they make money and turn a profit, all right? You can't get a homestead exemption for that. But if, if it's just your house, like like me, like I have my house, right? My kids live there. I live there. I have my dogs running in the backyard, all right? That's where I live. You can get a homestead exemption. That's going to lower the tax burden on 
your specific property for that homestead. The other thing is we all have the right to petition to have our taxes lowered and basically protest uh, what the appraisal district has said our home is worth. And I would encourage every single one of us out there in Montgomery County and in the entire state of Texas to go and do that right now because we need to make sure that these political appointees know that they're supposed to be working for us and they need to answer to us. The other thing, make sure that you're supporting candidates in the fall that are going to make sure that they fight tooth and nail for property tax reform. I think we need to abolish the property tax personally. That's my personal opinion. Uh, but even if you don't do that, something needs to change. We need to stop this. And you need to be supporting political candidates that hold that opinion as well. Somebody that says they're going to take an honest look at property tax reform and fight for it. Uh, and we have here in Montgomery County, um, I know off the top of my head, at least Cecil Bell Jr. here in House District 3 ha is very much interested in property tax reform. Reform. I know Steve Toth is highly interested in property tax reform. Um, make sure your state senators are all on board for this. Support candidates in your local and state races that say they're going to fight for you and your property. The other thing is at the federal level. The reason that all of this is happening at such an extreme rate is because we're spending like drunken Democrats, right? Make sure you vote for in the fall. Make sure you support candidates that are fiscally conservative and not new Green Deal dummies, all right? Make sure that if we can take back the House of Representatives and we can take back the U.S. Senate, then we're going to put the brakes on a lot of this ridiculous spending, which is in the end going to help get inflation under control. Um, so those are how we... That those, those things are what we need to do in order to fight back. Finally, let's get real personal and let's get real local. We have uh, most of, the, out of the 254 counties in Texas, most of them belong to what, what is called the Texas Association of Counties, which is a little more than a taxpayer lobbying firm, okay? And you need to, to convince your county commissioner and your county judge, uh, for me, it would be Charlie Riley uh, and Mark Keogh is the county judge, you know. And, I mean, you can probably, I'm, I'm sure I can call up, you know, somebody like Commissioner Nowak as well as an example. And, and, and let all, all of those commissioners and the, and the county judge know that we're not cool with them being a part of the, this uh, taxpayer lobbying uh organization, the association of the Texas Association of uh, counties. They are they're interested in keeping the status quo. And none of us, it goes completely against our own personal interests and our collective interests uh, to be have Montgomery County part of that organization. We need true tax reform and this taxpayer funded lobbying uh, group is just going to get in the way of that. Uh, so it's time to to remove ourselves from that. Uh, and if the you know you get any pushback or anything like that, just remind them that 
one of the uh, legislative priorities of the Republican Party of Texas is to end and ban taxpayer funding, funding lobbying. Um, it's something that passed the 2020 state um, convention. And uh, personally, as a delegate to the uh 2022 state convention, I'm going to make that uh, a priority of mine to make sure that that remains a uh, legislative priority. So there's a lot that we can do. Remember, we the people own this country and we the people of Texas own this state. It's time that we hold these people accountable because they are supposed to be working for us. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Impolite Company, presented by The Doc Line. If you like what you heard, be sure to rate our podcast and leave a five-star review for us.